0: THIS IS AN INTERACTIVE LIVE CAST, AND WE WELCOME YOUR QUESTIONS. TO ASK A QUESTION DURING THE LIVE CAST, USE THE COMMENT OR CHAT FEATURES. NOW GET READY TO DIVE INTO THIS WEEK'S TOPICS WITH OUR HOSTS ON LOCATION IN COLORADO, U.S.A.
1: WELCOME TO OUR TRUTH AND LIBERTY LIVE CAST. I'M ANDREW WOMACK. WE'RE GLAD TO HAVE YOU. I'VE GOT RICHARD HARRIS HERE WITH ME, AND WE'VE GOT A VERY SPECIAL BROADCAST TONIGHT. We're going to have Tina Peters and Sharona Bishop with us. We've had them on before. Uh, Tina is the clerk in Mesa County, uh, Colorado, where there were voting irregularities, and she documented it, was rated. They just got rated again recently. And anyway, we're going to be talking about it. And these are some things that uh, you need to know about. And I really believe that this has implications that could affect the entire nation if, mm-hmm. if the truth gets out. So that's the reason we're having them on trying to share this truth about right. what's happening. Before we get into that, we want to let you know about some things and also how you can participate. So this is Richard right. Harris here with me. And let me just say before Richard gives these details that last week, Richard went out to Grand Junction and helped uh, organized a rally
0: first yeah, mm-hmm. that
1: helped uh, support Tina and Sharona and, uh, man, I appreciate you doing that. Well, thank and you, I Andrew. I think
0: that they appreciated it, too. So. Well, it was, a, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I think we're hitting a nerve, that's for sure, uh, yeah. based on the, the blowback of the press that we're experiencing. But that's all right. We're getting the word out. Good. So what do you got for us? Right? All right. Well, yeah, um, I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Did you have a Merry Christmas? It was a great Christmas here in Woodland Park. And uh, we've got some uh, great events still coming up. There's always something awesome happening here at Andrew Womack Ministries. I wanted to mention that the Phoenix uh, GTC or Gospel Truth Conference is right around the corner now, January 6th through the 8th in Arizona. So check that out on the website at awmi.net. And Andrew, you're going to be ministering along with E.W. Jackson. That's right.
1: E.W., if you haven't heard him, I've never ministered with E.W. that he hadn't been interrupted by standing applause.
0: (laughs) He's the only guy I've ever seen that uh, got a standing ovation after a prayer. (laughs) <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. And then after that, the Orlando Gospel Truth Conference on f- February 10th through the 12th, uh, obviously in Orlando, Florida. And then the Karis Men's Advance is not too soon to me- put on your calendar. That's going to be March 10th through the 12th. I love the Men's Advance. And Karis Campus Days, I tell you what, is it's coming up uh, April 6th through the 8th. If, if you're looking to let God change your life, I can tell you there's no better place to be than Campus Days. It changed my life 10 years ago. And my whole family's life, and is still changing our family's lives. What happened to us when we came to campus days? So, check that out on awmi.net slash events. If you're not a subscriber to Truth and Liberty, I'll just say it plainly, you need to be. Uh, We send out awesome information all the time to our subscribers with our blog posts, our email newsletter to keep you up to date, to keep you informed, give you action alerts, opportunities to make a difference and that kind of thing. So go on our website in the upper right hand corner and click subscribe, share your email and you'll get on our list. And if you do, you'll be eligible to receive our free product giveaway. Uh, Last, uh, a couple weeks ago, we gave away more grace, more favor. uh, signed by Andrew. And Kathy Bachman, you're the winner of that. Uh, this week, we're giving away Spirit, Soul, and Body. You know, we should give this one away a little bit more often. It's so that's, important. That's awesome. That's what changed my life, those truths. The revelation in here is almost, you can't hardly find this anywhere else. And I honestly, after you understand this, to me, I'm like, you can't understand the New Testament until you understand this. It'll it'll change your life. So subscribe today and be eligible for that. Also, uh, interactive broadcast. If you guys want to post questions or comments for Tina or Sharona or Andrew, Uh, You can do that on our website there, the chat function, or on uh, Facebook in the uh, comment section, and we'll do our best to get to that. And I wanted to invite you today, uh, as we're looking forward to the new year and you're considering your charitable giving, would you put Truth and Liberty on your list? Uh, We do what we do through the generosity of our members, and you can be a member of the Truth and Liberty Coalition today. Just go on our website to donate and sign up to give a, a contribution, recurring contribution of at least $5 a month, $5 or more, and you'll be a member and we'll send you a free gift in the mail. Uh, Alex McFarland's The Assault on America, How to Defend Our Nation Before It's Too Late. So uh, we appreciate you, uh, all of our members. And then last is if you need prayer, someone to agree with you in prayer. Uh, Andrew's got dozens of prayer ministers standing by. They're trained, spirit-filled, Word of God-filled prayer ministers. And I tell you what, there's miracles that come out of that prayer, that phone center every single day. I'm talking healings and salvations and lives being changed so call in 719-635-1111 and that's all I've got Andrew okay so we are all
1: upset at the things we're seeing happen in our nation and sometimes all we hear is the bad news but you know what there's two ladies out in Mesa County Colorado that are taking a stand I really appreciate them and respect what they're doing and so we have got Tina Peters with us and she's the county clerk in Mesa County, that's Grand Junction, out in the western part, and then Sharona Bishop is uh, often called America's Mom. I think you got that moniker through the uh, social media, some of the posts and stuff. But these ladies have been taking a stand. I'll let them give their own details. But welcome to our Truth and Liberty livecast. Thank you for coming back and being with us again. Thank you. Thank you very
2: much for having us.
1: And so it would probably be better for you to summarize how all of this stuff got started. Tell us what caused all of these problems and we'll deal with the thing that happened in just recently in that last week or so, but give us the background first.
2: Well, as the duly elected official over elections, I took actions to preserve election records and the Democrat secretary of state, uh, a George Soros funded operative Uh, has brought influence on county officials and Biden's DOG empowered by the FBI to intimidate and harass me, my employees and those associated with me.
1: And so the steps that you took, Tina, they were going to do some kind of an upgrade or something on the Dominion voting system. And you anticipated that there could be an irregularity. So you backed it up. and, And when you compared their new Uh, programs with their old ones, what was the difference? Did you uh, have evidence of fraud in the elections?
2: They had deleted 29,000 election records. Uh, So I had done the first forensic image of the server, uh, which is completely legal. Uh, There's no personal identifying information on there. It's just who goes into the computer, what they do, uh, log files, 29,000 of them were deleted. Uh, when you compared the first image to the image after they did what they called their trusted upgrade.
1: And so isn't it against the law for them to delete any of this information? Aren't they required to keep it for a certain period of time?
2: That's correct. In the state of Colorado, election records have to be maintained for 25 months and federally 22 months. So it is it is illegal to delete these records. And
1: so it's them who've broken the law, not you, but they've made you the villain as if you had no right to back up these uh, uh, voting machines.
2: That's correct. That's correct. And we're living in a world where uh, if you criticize or if you uncover anything, uh, then the FBI is or speak out against this administration. they they'll come after you
1: and so Sharona let me ask you how's your involvement in this how did you get drawn in all of this
3: well for the last three and a half years I've been pretty vocal um, I work a lot on behalf of parents and bad policies that hurt our kids and more recently really advocating and working for the conservative overhaul of our school boards here in Colorado and so you know elections have consequences i recognized that 5 years ago after a really bad uh, school board election and i just thought there's I, I i believe in our state i love our state i i really do not believe that we're this far left progressive blue state. I just don't. I work with so many people from every walk of life in the work that I do outside of policy. And I just never have met anyone who thought it was a great idea to, you know, hypersexualize children through comprehensive sex ed or destroy industries, ranching industry, gas oil industry. I mean, there's just a lot of um, inconsistencies with who is running our state and our local um, counties versus the people people who vote in these elections. And so for me, it's just been a matter of being a regular person and saying this doesn't seem right. And I want to look into it because that's what we're supposed to do as Americans. You do not need permission to inquire about irregularities. You do not need permission to have a seat at the table of the policies that impact you and hurt you and especially your kids. In fact, you have a duty and an obligation to be a part of it and to to find a way to insert yourself if you must. So that's really what I've done. I've been a very vocal supporter of Clerk Peters and her inquiries um, when she made it known that she had done these images and was willing to protect and defend the votes of Mesa County. I absolutely was gonna be there to support her and stand with her the entire way. We need more people like her who are willing to do um, the, the good work the essential work, not be lazy in their roles as elected officials, but really, you know, uncover if there needs to be uncovered, investigate where investigations need to happen. And it's fully within her purview to do that. So I absolutely have chosen to stand with her and be a voice with her. um, However, I absolutely can, because it's necessary right now more than ever.
1: Okay. And so correct me, please correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but I think all of this came to light when you were with Mike Lindell and uh, brought this to the forefront and man that just unleashed the wrath of the progressives on you. What happened? I think that was back in May when you were first rated. What happened? Uh,
3: let's see. The, the, Tina, I think can speak better to the timeline. Was that August? That was August. August okay.
2: 10th, I was going to learn more about uh, the citizens had come to me it, and, uh, about their concerns and i was just going to learn more about um cybersecurity, you know things dealing with elections and it blew up um, the it leaked out that i had uh, taken an image of the server of the citizens of mesa county which like i said was completely legal to do and um, it exploded that people found out about it it was uh, Mike Lindell, bless his heart, you know, a a Christian, a wonderful man, he flew me to safety. I was uh, actually, uh, my hotel room got broken into. Uh, They had to move me to another location. uh, And uh, I was basically in with 24 hour, uh, seven security for almost five weeks.
0: Wow. Tina, the the copy that you had made of the hard drive, um, has any citizen's personal information been leaked? Do we know how any particular person, is it possible even to know how any particular person voted in the election? Is there anything confidential that's been released to the public?
2: No. By the time the information gets to the tabulation server, all that has been removed. It's just the votes. So in that server are the fingerprints, so to speak, of who has accessed the system, what they've done, uh, what uh, settings have been changed, things like that. That are uh, my election manager, bless her heart, the one that they have since fired with no cause. Uh, she would put it like this: It's if the if the election is was a was if you were investigating a crime, then the server and these. Uh, these election logs that were deleted uh, would be the fingerprints, would be the DNA, would be the evidence of how that occurred. So that's all been wiped out, completely wiped out.
0: Well, it's been wiped out on every machine in Colorado except yours because you kept a copy, right?
2: That's correct.
1: And I do hope that you've got this hidden away somewhere way that nobody could ever find it. I guess that's what they're after, isn't it, when they raided you?
2: You know, I don't know, I've never, I would never think that as a gold star mom of a Navy seal who I lost four years ago, and I don't even have a traffic ticket. You know, if at any time, and I've heard Sharona say this as well, if at any time they wanted to talk to me, wanted information, we were always made ourselves available uh, for them to do so. And when I say them, I mean law enforcement. So, um, you know, we've never tried to hide anything Um, And it's not against the law what was done. So
1: So they raided your hotel room I guess in August and confiscated some of your equipment but then that's not the end of it, wasn't it just recently uh, that they broke into both of your houses as well as some other people that are associated with you?
2: Well that's correct. They raided, when I was at Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium, uh, they raided my office they were there alone uh, with the windows papered up for several hours before they would even let my chief deputy come in.
1: And do you uh, know so who the they deputy. was? Can you specify who it was? It
2: was the Secretary of State and um, the Secretary of State. I don't know if Dominion was with them or not at that point. Uh, Dominion and the Secretary of State had done the uh, trusted build, what they called the trusted build, on uh, May twenty. 5th and 26th. So this was in August when it came to light that I had made a forensic uh, image of the machine. And they came in and raided the office while I was out of town.
1: Wow. And I don't know how you can do that without a, did they get a search warrant? Did they have
2: any They got a search warrant, warrant, but the search warrant is sealed. So no one knows how they were able to get a search warrant. Um, So we don't even know what they've put in there.
0: Um, Well, and then there was another raid. Yeah, just just recently. And that was a federal warrant, wasn't it, right?
2: That's correct. And uh, yes, and I'll I'll let Sharona talk a little bit more about that, four of us were were raided uh, approximately at the same time, and um, they were at my home from uh, about 6.30 until about five minutes before noon.
1: Wow. Sharona, what happened to you? I've, I've seen some images that they literally broke your door down. What, what happened?
3: Yeah, they busted my door in. Um, it's interesting because Clerk Peters mentioned that four warrants were served that morning, uh, one for her and her two employees. I'm not an employee. I'm a vocal mother. And I talk about the two things we're not allowed to talk about, abusive school boards and election irregularities. And they they decided to reserve all of their force and their violence for my family that morning. It was uh, so Tuesday, November 16th, 9:30 in the morning, and we hear banging on our door. It's the FBI, and they're yelling. My kids are doing their school. We were homeschooling that morning, and um, just you know, living our life. I'm still kind of in my pajamas a little bit, and you know, we're just doing what we do. Um, I had ushered my boys into their room and kind of took a minute because I've never been in this position. I'm not a criminal. I have no criminal history. I'm not a violent person. I have no violent history. The way that they've chosen to come to my home, the FBI, um, in partnership with Dan Rubenstein, the district attorney of Mesa County, um, the way they chose to come to my home was extremely aggressive, very violent, and reserved for people who have all of those things I mentioned. That is not me. Um, a lot of my family actually works in law enforcement and criminal justice, and um, so it's just—it's it's really crazy to be on this side of things. As we were approaching the door, my husband came up the stairs and said, it's, you know, it's OK. It's going to be fine. And at that very moment, they used a battering ram to bust my door open. The irony of the situation is the door wasn't even locked. They could have opened the door. And, instead, they took a battering ram to it. Their guns were drawn. They were extremely hyped up, totally amped up um, when they came to my home and proceeded to pull my husband out the door. Um, I had my phone in my hand attempting to call our attorney. And they grabbed my phone out of my hand, so there are no pictures. I was not able to film anything. And um, then they proceeded to handcuff me.
1: In front of your kids?
3: Yeah, my children came out just a little bit later. I had told them to stay in their room. We've talked about it since, actually, and what they remember and what they saw. And my littlest said, um, "I said, you know, tell me what you remember." And he said, "Well, I seeing you guys handcuffed." And I asked him, "Well, what did you what did you think? How did you feel about that?" And he said, "I was really scared," you know. And we still, it's just it's just an unbelievable, unthinkable experience for a law-abiding citizen who is using their First Amendment protections, to speak about the things that matter to me, and that matter to a lot of Americans. Um, But I've been very vocal, I've been very loud, and um, because my constitution says I can and those rights were granted by God who says I can. And so it's just an unthinkable day that um, a citizen activist could really be rated by the FBI for what I say. That's
1: unbelievable. You know, if you'd have been wearing a ski mask and saying anarchy and throwing rocks through the window, they would have said, well, you got a right to protest. But if you're at home and you don't, neither one of you look like terrorists, it just seems like this is completely, and even if they felt like you had done something wrong, this is not the way to do it. It is a Gestapo type of uh, technique for intimidation, I assume.
3: It was very forceful, and I have the sneaky impression that they realized they really messed up very quickly. Um, a week and a half ago, the district attorney that I mentioned, Dan Rubenstein of Mesa County, partnered with the attorney general of Colorado, Phil Weiser, to put out a press statement saying that Clerk Peters was lying, that no force had been used, dot, 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 at her home. But they've refused to say my name they've refused to acknowledge what they did to my family the brute force they brought and yes my door that was busted in with a battering ram they will not discuss it so they've committed a lie of omission to the public trying to brush this and sweep it under the rug as quickly as possible because this is very grievous uh, this is a, a this is an absolute abuse of their authority and it, it should never ever have come to this but what they have allowed what Biden's America is allowing right now, what the DOJ Merrick Garland is allowing. October 4th, we saw the mandate um, come out saying that parents who were protesting school boards could be dubbed as domestic terrorists. Of all the things these resources should be used on, it is not a homeschooling activist mother, no. Wow. You know, I
1: think it needs to be pointed out that this isn't only the Democratic district I mean, the state attorney, but uh, the DA there is Republican. The Republican Mm -hmm. uh, Colorado uh, Committee has uh, basically said that nobody is to challenge the election results. They have forsaken you. Uh, So this is really not a Democrat versus Republican. It's just some people have been bought or intimidated or something. It's just a godly versus ungodly.
0: Well, well, let me and
3: to just. Oh, go ahead, Richard. Well,
0: I, I think it'd be good to draw out some of the details on that. So, some of the stuff that, that I've learned in the last week is, is really concerning to me. And I, I don't want to be premature in this, but I've learned that the law firm that represents the state Republican Party also represents Dominion voting machines. Is that right?
3: It is correct, and, you know, it's very obvious to you and I that that seems to be a real conflict in a time Mm. where people just do not trust Dominion. There are, you know, across this country, people have been alarmed at the different testimonies of irregularities, of of systems not working correctly. In Colorado, remember, we were told by Wayne Williams since 2013 that there are no Bluetooth modems in the Dominion machines. That is false. And we we've proven that, um, and he finally had to admit, oh, okay, yeah, there are Bluetooth modems; they're they're just not turned on. Well, if we couldn't, if he felt it was so important to to again that lie of omission, that sin of omission, right? He knew the truth, and he refused to let the public know. Um, when you have the same law firm representing the state GOP of Colorado, Christy Burton Brown as the chair; is very aware of that. Um, as as Dominion, you really you should express caution. I encourage people who are involved in the GOP in the state of Colorado to start asking questions. This does not seem right. And they can legalize, do the legal talk all day long, any way they want to. But I believe that the people of Colorado know in their gut, something is very wrong. And we may not be able to articulate it exactly right and when you make that phone call to Christy burton brown the chair of the gop of colorado you may not say everything perfectly right and that's okay you still need to take action and you need to ask questions because right now tina peters is the only one who has stood up for election integrity in colorado and yet the gop of colorado has their volunteers using the phone to call good people to raise money for election integrity in Colorado. And I'll tell you, they are not supporting election integrity. They are not investigating election irregularities and they are not standing with Clerk Tina Peters when they should be.
1: Well, you know, Sharona, we've run afoul of the GOP of Colorado too, because we put out, I think it was 47,000 school board and different election things. And we asked questions about what's your stance on critical
0: 141,000 voter guides. Oh, is that what it was? Yes, sir.
1: That's more than I thought. <laughs> and anyway, we I put those out, and when the GOP found out about it, uh, there was a shouting match going on, saying we don't want our candidates to be, go on record on concerning these things. They are—I don't know that you could call them rhinos, Republican in name only—but they certainly aren't conservatives, and they. So we've we've experienced the same thing. I can collaborate what you're saying. It, mm. There's a lot of ungodly things going on in this nation in this state and all across the nation.
0: Yeah, so like you in there in Mesa County, you've got a Republican district attorney, supposedly, Republican county commissioners, and they're the ones that are coming after you, Tina. Uh, is it true that there was a text message sent out by the state chairman? to candidates before the election this year to be quiet about election integrity?
3: 1000% true. And in fact, the Daily Sentinel in Mesa County, Charles Ashby, who we normally criticize, but in this case, I was okay with him putting out that truth. I mean, that was a truthful moment that Christie Burton Brown had sent text messages to candidates in Colorado, telling them to stay away from uh, talking about or supporting clerk Tina Peters and stay away from talking about election issues. Now, that is just absolutely disparaging because as I mentioned before, they are raising money in Colorado for the state GOP based on election integrity. I find it really concerning, Mr. Womack, when you said that you guys received backlash on allowing the public to know where candidates stand on these very important issues, the CRT, um, comprehensive sex education. I w- it was amazing to pass those those flyers out and, and get the people um, knowing where these candidates actually stood. It was incredible work you guys did. I am extremely grateful it was very powerful for us um, just regular people who need to know these things so to know that the GOP would want to would want to limit that that knowledge to the public is exactly what's wrong the people are not dumb you know they're they're not they're not incompetent in making decisions for those who should govern them and we need to have the information in order to do that so I'm you know I'm shook
1: well, I'm sure that our viewers are really appalled by the things that are going on. This is stuff that you hear about in communist countries, and stuff like that. But is there any positive information coming out of this? Like, has anybody who's in a position to do something and make a difference? Is anybody listening to you? What's what's happening?
2: Well,
3: there are brief- would- Yeah, go ahead, Tina.
2: I was just going to say there are brave people that love this country that care about uh, care about our rights being preserved and who governs them that recognize there is there are problems and they're coming out. And like I said before, there are people I get letters from all the way from Oregon to New Hampshire people just reaching out because of shows like yours where they they seek us out and and to encourage us to pray with us to uh, to contribute we're we're facing civil and federal charges um, you know litigation and um, you know we're just we're just small people I mean that that stood up I ran for office to give back to the people in my county because I love them I love the people. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Green Party, Independent. It doesn't matter to me. You know, people are people, and we have rights that need to be protected, and we need to be able to choose the, the, the people that govern us. We need to not, They need to be elected, not selected. And some of these things that I've seen, and I defended, I defended our processes. They called Elections in Colorado, the gold standard, and that people all across the United States were envious of our processes with our risk-limiting audits and with our our logic and accuracy tests and things like that.
1: I would guess um, that these I mean, were Democrats that said it was the gold standard.
2: <laughs> it was it's 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 Republicans, Democrats. I didn't know. I said it myself. I can't unsee what I've seen, and um, I mean, I told people that. No, we're not connected to the internet. We ha- we're air-gapped. Our machines are all air-gapped because that is statute that the election tabulators, the election machines cannot be connected to the internet. And what we've found, as Sharona uh, said, that they are. They have transmitters inside of them. They have the ability for people outside of the machines to access them. And um, so they're not air-gapped. Uh, and um just the things that we found out there's one report out already uh and people if they'd like to read the report it's 83 pages it's on standwithtina.org and you can download that 83 page report and i encourage people to do this so they can read for themselves and see for themselves the election records that were deleted off the server there will be three other reports that i know of coming out because there's there's hundreds of terabytes of data and it takes time for the cyber experts to go through. And these are experts. These are people that have many, many years, 40 years of of government and uh, election security, cybersecurity experience in these matters. So um, I encourage people to read the report and look for the next reports coming out and educate themselves so that they can preserve our voice.
0: You know I've, I've seen that report we've got it linked on our website Andrew and it is 83 pages but you don't you don't have to be intimidated because the the typewritten part of it the meat of it is not nearly that long there's but he's got lots of images on there from the from the uh, forensic copy to prove his point but uh, people definitely need to check that out share that link send it out get the word out on that um, I wanted to ask a question if I could Tina on something um, you, uh, what what you're saying here is that in this so-called trusted build that the Secretary of State and Dominion came in and they uh, they rebuilt the computer and deleted 29,000 files off of your voting machine uh, and that's just one county in Colorado and we know that it happened in 60 there's 62 counties here with Dominion machines so we know it happened all over did it happen in other states too like Arizona where they had the forensic audit down there
2: it has It's happened in in most states uh, and uh, that I know of. And there have been other clerks that have stepped forward since they heard my story and they have received harassment as well. Uh, This was, this trusted build uh, was not something that was a normal normal process. They were there for a day and a half. So it wasn't just a simple upgrade.
1: Well, I suppose that if you've got forensic experts working on this, that they have to get paid. How are you funding all of these things that you're doing?
2: That's not that's not something I'm involved in uh, at all. So I, I really have no knowledge of that.
1: So there's other people that are uh, checking this out. They're using the uh, copy though that you made to support stuff. That's correct. That's, that's correct. good. Is there a way that the people watching this? I'm sure that there's people are saying, man, what can we do? What, uh, Sharona mentioned calling into, I think, the uh, Republican Party and registering a complaint. Uh, what other things can we do to help you?
2: You know, we, uh, we just want to get this out to as many people as possible. Uh, the support, the standwithtina.org uh, website will, uh, will help. They can reach us through that uh, because we do need, we need prayer and we need uh, financial support, and we need other people like you that will help us get the word out and uh, get more people involved. I know, and Sharona can talk to the efforts that she, uh, that she helped with to get boots on the ground, actually. People need to get involved.
1: And, and so you are um, threatened and actually had to go into hiding for a while and then you had your door broken down to sharona how has this affected you all are you uh are you gun shy or <laughs> are, are you did it motivate you did it uh, anger you or how have you responded
2: all the above all the above and the the folks in my office that were uh that have been harassed it just we know that that we didn't do anything wrong that we followed the law, and so there must be a reason that they are attacking us. And um, it's a big red flag. They could have just been quiet about everything, and, you know, but they've made such a big splash about it that it has drawn a lot of concern. And it's also caused us to step up and say, you know what, we can't back down. I cannot leave my citizens. I made an, I took an oath to the Colorado Constitution, and I took an oath to the US Constitution uh, to protect uh, the election records of the American people. And I need to stand up. And this is the time when I think all of us in this group, we uh, we run into the fire. And you know, I was talking to Sharona about that on the plane yesterday. We're the type of people, and there are others out there, that when the call comes, you run into it and not away from it.
1: Well, it sounds to me like he hit a nerve. Uh, that's the reason that there's such a response. And so, in a sense, it's an admission of guilt for them to respond with the violence and the intimidation that they are. It's totally unnecessary uh, unless they have something to hide. Sharona, how's but your instead, family? Excuse me.
2: Go I ahead, I just going to say, in, in, instead, they're turning and pointing the finger at us to take the light off of them they're they're using the media the mainstream media to paint us as villains and uh, like we've done something wrong and you know for i I'm a 66 year old woman I live alone I'm a grandmother and I mentioned before I'm a Gold Star mom I'm a cancer survivor I don't even have a traffic ticket and then my my is my same same age as I am you know a grandmother they 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 her of commuter of computer crimes and felony for burglary. We're just going to work. Uh, And, you know, they're the ones that have committed the crime, but instead they're trying to take the focus off by accusing us of constructed crimes.
1: I tell you, this is just wrong that our government has weaponized the DOJ and, and things that are supposed to be to protect us to intimidate you. And even if you had done something wrong, which I don't believe you have, there is no reason for them to respond with the violence and the intimidation. And like uh, Sharona, you mentioned that they had their guns drawn when they came into your house. I, I just can't even imagine how this has affected you and your young husband. It's a tough thing.
3: Well, you know, we've taught our kids the proper role of government, the proper role of law enforcement. A lot of my family works in judicial already or works in criminal justice. And so we are very, very supportive of law enforcement and that will not change. But what we are not supportive of is the weaponization of these three, uh, these alphabet agencies and the overreach that they have just demonstrated. Tina said it better than I really can. They flipped the script. We started with just concerned citizens wanting to investigate their own elections, which by the law or by the constitution, we're defended to do that. Um, there is nothing illegal about inquiring about election irregularities. And and you'll find that people in mainstream media, elected officials, they don't wanna address it, uh, but they should, they should be very concerned. If the citizens bring an issue to you, then it's your duty to investigate it. And that's exactly what the clerk did. Um, But there are so many people who are shying away from that. They don't want to know the truth, even though the truth is what's going to set us free. Mm -hmm. That's all we're looking for. But the idea that it can be used now to criminalize you, Okay. If your, if your agenda, if the agenda of the current administration does not line up with your your right to speak freely and talk about what you want to talk about or investigate what you are protected by the Constitution to investigate, they can weaponize it and criminalize you. That should be so concerning to every single parent in America and every single active uh, community member in America. Because we have this duty and obligation, in order to be free, we have to defend our own republic. It's not for the government to defend, it's us. We're the ones who restrain the government. But if they try to criminalize us and strip us of our rights, DEHUMANIZE US USING THESE these AGENCIES TO, YEAH, MAKE US FEEL INSECURE, MAKE US FEEL UNSAFE, MAKE US FEEL LIKE WE CAN'T GO ANYWHERE, DO ANYTHING OR SAY ANYTHING, um, Then WE LOSE OUR FREEDOMS THAT WAY. THAT IS HOW THEY'LL DO IT. AND I BELIEVE THAT YOU'RE RIGHT. I BELIEVE THEY'RE SETTING A PRECEDENT, A FORCE, DEMONSTRATING TO THE REST OF THE PUBLIC THAT IF YOU CHOOSE TO GO DOWN THIS ROUTE OF DEFENDING YOURSELF, OF SPEAKING OUT ABOUT ISSUES WE HAVE NOT GIVEN YOU PERMISSION TO TALK ABOUT, WE'LL DO THE SAME THING TO YOU. BUT, in my family, we're doubling down. We will not be quiet. We are not gonna back up. We're not gonna be silenced. We're not gonna go into the shadows. That's not gonna happen. We love our country. And right now, um, on a personal note, um, my my family is in Belgium, some of my family is in Belgium trying to come back to America. And um, they're not able to do that right now. And I just think that they're, uh, they're serving in the military. And I think about Uh, Tina Peters being a gold star mother my own family and their their duty that they've given to this country the service they've provided I am there's no way that I'm the only one who feels like this you guys are here sharing this message because you know that your viewers the people who listen to you love this country It is the greatest country on God's green earth. It is the last bastion of hope. And we have to do everything within our, our circle of influence and our power to protect it and defend it. We cannot go quietly into the background. That's not even an option.
1: Amen. Amen. You remind me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Just read about them this morning. We aren't going to bend. We aren't going to bow. Be it known unto you, old king. You do whatever, but we are going to stand for the truth. I appreciate you all standing up. That is awesome. You know, we've just put out a new uh, biblical worldview on socialism, and I've got uh, over a dozen employees that were raised in communist Russia, Guyana, uh, I don't know, all different places. And we did an interview that I watched yesterday, and they were saying the exact same things that you were saying, Sharona, that if anybody spoke against the established narrative that was uh, you know, dictated by the government, that they would just disappear, or they would break into your house, or they would uh, keep you from being promoted. And, and it was all intimidation stuff. And this is the exact same tactics it really is communism it's socialism it's ungodly and i appreciate y'all standing up i'm sure that all of my viewers do too we so we're praying for you and we believe that god is going to give you a supernatural ability to see this thing through and that it's going to make a difference
0: you know Andrew, i want to if i can just say something i uh... we did that rally on december first out in mesa county and there were uh... 250 people there by one estimation it was it was great But afterwards, the the press that has uh, come out, they're lying, they're misrepresenting the facts, they're calling people conspiracy theorists, they continually say, oh, there's no proof of this and no proof of that, Um, uh, all these things that are just uh, crazy. And, and Sharona, you said before we came on the air about your family being harassed, and I, I don't want to repeat any of that. I'll leave that up to you. But I want to ask our viewers, after this live cast, you can go on truthandliberty.net and you can get a link there. Just take the link that's in the browser for this archived video. And would you share it with all your family and friends uh, here in Colorado? And let's get the word out. Let's push back and get their story out there so that people can begin to see things from their perspective, because all they're hearing in the media is that these two wonderful women are criminals and uh, we need to push back on that
1: I agree and that's one of the things you know that uh, we've got to get this truth out and if enough people see this somebody who's going to be in a position or knows somebody who is in a position Mm -hmm. could do something about it and so Mm -hmm. we're supportive of you we're doing what we can to help uh, hold your hands up so that you don't get weary in this fight thank you so much have we got any questions? Yes, sir, we do. All
0: right. Do. Let's hear
1: some questions for them.
0: All right. Um, okay. Here's one. Now, this, this viewer asks, uh, what is the role of a county clerk in preserving election records? And is there ever a reason to destroy records?
2: Not before 25 months. So even even if there's a scrap piece of paper on the floor in a voter service polling center, we need to put it in a in a box or an envelope marked trash. Every rec- every election record is important. And so um, anything having to do with the election, we have to save for 25 months.
1: So what you did was just preserve what they were trying to delete. You're the one that's keeping the law and they're the ones that are breaking it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Makes sense to me.
0: Well, and and Tina, you mentioned earlier about the fact, and I think Shrona did too, that there's There's modems in these machines like that can connect to the internet. And Colorado law says it's illegal for a voting machine to be connected to the internet. And yet they build them with those in there knowingly. And how else are we gonna find out if they were connected during the election unless we get the data off the hard drive? Tina, is there any other way to know that?
2: That's, That's what the log files are about. The log files are the fingerprints that show who went in and what they did and when they did it so that's those are the things that were deleted
1: and I've watched some of the Mike Lindell uh, things that he's put out and of course people would just dismiss him as not being proof but he showed that there was activity from China and from all these different places that were actually inputting information into these machines that the election was rigged so I don't think I don't think that you all are just saying that the whole election was bogus. You don't have the information or the things on that. But you are saying that in Mesa County, there were irregularities. And, of course, if they could prove that that happened and if it changed the votes, well, then that same thing could just happen any place that these election uh, dominion machines were. So that's the threat to them. They're trying to silence you.
0: All right. Well, here, Go ahead. It's
2: the capability of the machines. You know, you shouldn't have to prove that it did or didn't happen. It's just the fact that deleting 29,000 election records that would prove what happened is uh, is, is suspicious enough. And then for the these machines to have the capability to do what these forensic specialists have found is, concerning
0: enough. You know, I'm an mm-hmm. attorney and I'll tell you, there's a rule of evidence out there. Any lawyer will know this. There's a rule of evidence. It's called the spoliation of evidence doctrine. And if a, if a party to a lawsuit destroys evidence after they have notice of a claim, then uh, as a matter of law, the court instructs the jury and says you are to presume that whatever that was, it would have been harmful to their case. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and in this case, here we have Dominion and Griswold coming in and destroying all this evidence what is our presumption going to be you know it ought to be on them to prove their innocence at this point that's my mm-hmm. two cents Andrew but that's awesome we got another question here which is how can people in other counties and states find out if their election records are being preserved or destroyed.
3: That's Clerk, good do you want to take no. that one. <laughs>
2: What, what, Sharona, why don't you do that one? Uh, we we have wonderful people that can help uh, that, that we know of, that we've come in contact with. Sharona, go ahead.
3: Yeah, well, you asked the question earlier about um, the projects. How, who's, who's doing all this? Who's doing the research? Who's assessing the information? And what I can tell you, just, Regular, if, if there's people like me that are willing to be vocal and people like you, um, uh, Mr. Harris, and Mr. Womack, who are willing to, to use your platforms to share the information, people come along and they want to help. And even so the question you're asking is how, how would they find out what's gone on in their own communities? Well, number one, you can ask your local clerk and recorder to do a forensic audit of the last election that happened in your community. Um, I think it's incredibly important to put elected officials on watch period. Whether you like them, whether you're friends with them, it really doesn't matter. Once they're in that position of service, now we have to hold them accountable. And we got to keep them in check. I, I will see a lot of people who will refrain from asking the hard questions, refrain from wanting to see um, election outcomes or tabulator outcomes or demanding a forensic, imi- or a forensic image be done because they're friends with them and they feel that they're violating that friendship somehow. So when once someone is in office and they're serving in that elected position, I really encourage people to step away from the friendship and and in that at that point they've got to hold them accountable as an elected official and i've had to do that myself so i really do understand but you have to be the one to make the request and if they need more people to make the request generally about 15 people sending emails of inquiry really start to agitate elected officials no matter what level of um, governance they're in so get your moms together they're all over the place I've, i've come across another great organization called moms for America. So if you're a mother who wants to get involved, I highly recommend you reach out to them. And then, of course, USEIP.org is national. They're in all 50 states now. And uh, Lindell himself has also created a new hub called the Cause of America. And there you'll actually be able to go and click on your own state. And you're going to be able to see what information has come out of your state. If there's been any testimonies, of irregularities or untoward behavior you're going to see everything right there on that site at cause for america which is on um mike lindell's site i believe frank's speech and um, but type it in and you'll be able to pull it up so three great resources right off the bat for you
1: so you mentioned ask for a forensic audit or request it is there any obligation of them to do it or is it just if they hear enough complaints they'll be motivated to do something
3: well in a representative government they're representing the people so if enough people come together and say we want this forensic audit done not just an audit not just a ballot audit not just a uh, hand count audit we want a forensic audit to be done on the machine because that shows us like clerk peters said all the all the information the logs the log files that show communications that happened changes in the adjudications whatever it is forensic um uh audits are what need to happen, really. Because we've, you know, there's a lot of testimony from other people who have said they've seen irregularities from the smallest county to the largest county, from the most insignificant seeming race to the most important race. So yes, you wanna make that request and gather up your people and start a grassroots game if you don't already have one. But I think you're gonna find that in every single state in America, there are grassroots organizations that are gathering people together to make these inquiries and see to it that their elections are, are fair, that they are transparent, and that they are real elections where we are actually electing people, not selecting them.
1: And Richard and I know a senator in Arizona Uh, david livingston who they're doing an audit there and there's a number of counties that they're questioning Uh, isn't it also taking place in wisconsin or michigan or someplace northeast
0: they're starting to look at wisconsin there's some activity there because of a local sheriff and some members of the senate so yeah i don't know about a full forensic audit but they are starting to look at it there praise god
1: hopefully we'll get some traction on this
0: yeah amen amen well um, we've we've got another question here which is uh, this viewer is asking Uh, that uh, they heard that in the recent elections in Virginia that parents across the state volunteered to be poll watchers and that helped uh, preserve the outcome of that election Um, do you know anything about that uh, Tina and Sharona and how can people here in Colorado or anywhere really um, uh, do that and would it make a difference
2: it is important that people get involved and ask the tough questions, and volunteer their time, and keep an eye out for what's going on. You know, when these ballots are adjudicated, they are—they come through, and and uh, we don't want a machine deciding how that person voted. You know, we want people doing that. I would have when when they came in and took out all the uh, all the uh, Dominion machines when I was out of, out of town, uh, presumably to take care of their of the evidence. But when they remove those machines, I was like, oh, that's great. We'll just hand count everything. Hmm. You know, a hand count and paper ballots, uh, getting rid of mail-in ballots, uh, reducing the sources of fraud. And and it's going to take people getting involved, going to their legislators and saying, this is what we want. You know, Ron Hanks in, in Colorado that's running for Senate. He's talking about having uh, ballots that are watermarked so they cannot be duplicated. I think it's a great idea. And but getting people involved in, at the legislative uh, uh, level, you know, in, in their county government, in the state government of their uh, of the different states uh, is important. Um, being poll watchers, being there to volunteer, to be uh, the bipartisan team that, that determines the outcome if that ballot is in question and it's kicked out. Uh, the concerns we have are the ballots that are going into this machine. And then uh, you'll see in the in the upcoming reports, there's a question that these ballots that are going into the machine are actually being adjudicated from within the machine, which adjudicated just means it's it, there's a question to the voter's att- intent. And so someone else besides that voter has to decide. And uh, there were adjudication log files that were deleted that we have
1: so to a do layman's term vote. for that is that they could change the vote that machine can change the vote fraud the yes. that's amazing mm-hmm. so can people just go to their county and request a hand count or do we have any right to change that or or how do you go about getting rid of the machines and doing a hand count of ballots
2: just pressure, pressure from the public. You know, you, you that's, that's what caused me to look into this. It was Sharona and others that came to me and said, something's not right. You know, we're walking around talking to people and they say they didn't vote or they're saying that they did vote, but their vote's not showing up, uh, things like that. It's just common citizens uh, like myself. I, I, I am an elected official, but I, I relate more to the people of my county. And I think, how would I feel If someone came to me and asked me these questions, it's it's part of your duty uh, to your sworn oath to investigate them and to see if they have any validity to them. So uh, I just encourage folks to get involved. So,
1: Let me me just ask, like on Colorado, uh, could we go to our county, Teller County, and say that we want a hand count, or is this something that's done on a statewide level and they dictate that every county does it a certain way? How does that work?
2: Well, you know that uh, right after the issue with Mesa County, the uh, Secretary of State Jenna Griswold outlawed, which is which is uh, questionable if that's if that's if that's even her place to do that. It needs to come from the legislature. But that uh, there could be no audits, forensic audits in the state of Colorado. Uh, she's also and there's a suit going on right now. Uh, by two other county clerks, and um, uh, against Jenna Griswold for some of these things and some of the of the issues that we found in the machines and some of her her mandates that she's done in Colorado. So that's right now uh, being heard in Colorado. So lawsuit.
1: concerning hand counting votes, uh, is that something that can be done on a county by county basis, or does it have to be done statewide?
2: It, it can be done, there's certain things if you contest an election, it needs to be done by the, uh, by the, um, the person that was running in the election. Uh, and so there, there are some statutes uh, they would need to talk with uh, or talk with their clerk about it or research the statute, uh, the Colorado revised statute on the requirements of, uh, of going back in and uh, asking for a hand count of the election.
0: Right. So, if people want to volunteer to be a poll watcher or an election judge, how do they do that?
2: They need to go to their caucus, which is coming up here in the spring, uh, and, um, and get involved and tell the, uh, their party, uh, whether it's Democrat or Republican, um, to, that they want to be on the list for election judge, and, um, and get involved, and then, then as the clerk, I look at those lists and I have to pick from those lists first. So I have to pick from the Democrat list that they, that the, they send me and from the uh, Republican list that are provided uh, after the caucus. So I would say find out about your caucus in, in, your, in your area and become involved. Show up. Show up for your precinct.
1: So ladies, we only have a minute and a half left in this broadcast, but is there anything that our viewers could do to help you? specifically? Anything they can do to encourage you?
3: I would just say for your, your people, it's really, really important to get the story out about Clerk Tina Peters and what has transpired here. It's um, it's not as difficult as it seems. You've got a, an incredible elected official who did the right thing and is now um, facing retribution by a Democrat. Secretary of State who doesn't like it. It's real simple. That can't happen in the United States of America. You have a mother activist who has her door beaten by the FBI. That shouldn't happen in America. And so please share our stories. Make sure that um, you you know donate donate to standwithina.org. This is a a, a a very simple elected official who is up against the federal government. And we don't know where that's gonna go. We don't know what's gonna happen. And so we would really appreciate your ongoing support for her at standwithtina.org and um, pray. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has made us bold as lions. We know we're walking in righteousness and in truth, and we want liberty for everyone. Uh, But we can only have that if the truth is out there, and then we act accordingly.
1: to the We're going to have to break in. CTN carries this on their network for us, and we've got to be through in 10 seconds. But thank you very much, ladies, for being with us. Thank all of you for joining us and being a part of this. And remember, we do this every Monday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. God bless you
0: join us next time for the truth and liberty broadcast find tonight's episode and related articles and links at truthandliberty.net truth and liberty is viewer supported if you'd like to help us continue our live casts you can make a donation at truthandliberty.net